Hi friends, have you missed me? I took last week off uh, because I had to digest some things and to gather my thoughts. And I've shared on social media, but unfortunately my husband and I went through a miscarriage. And I'll be sharing briefly about how that impacted us, but more so how it affected my emotional eating and what I feel like I could have done differently, if anything. And seeing how this is the last Monday of June, I needed to remind you that our $20 off special to get into my client community is ending in four short days, including today. You can snag the program I'm doing now and join me because I'm doing a two-peat starting July 18th. This program is so good that I'm doing it back to back. So remember, head to the show notes to fill out the interest form so you can join in June and take advantage of the $20 off. Okay, let's jump into this episode. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian, and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. So last episode was about me reclaiming my focus and wanting to level up by establishing that new rhythm and routine. And while I've kept some of those things, I definitely did not keep all of them. Uh, Because life is about finding the balance and figuring out what's working and what doesn't in each season. And I was slash am going through a season of loss and some of those things were just not fitting correctly into what I actually needed. So to give a condensed short story, Jake and I found out that we were pregnant towards the end of May, but pretty quickly started to see issues. Um, I had a doctor appointment and then that's where they confirmed that there was no heartbeat Um, And we ran tests to confirm to make sure, but by like the next Monday evening, um, my body had naturally miscarried at home. So thankfully, we knew that there could be um, potential problems going into that appointment. And I think we were hoping for the best. Uh, So when they delivered the news, I don't think we were as shocked had we been expecting like a completely healthy baby. Um, so with what I had covered in a prior episode about managing your mind so you can manage your emotions, so you can manage your emotional eating, I thought that I was doing okay with experiencing the loss and, um, you know, making sure that I was leaning into my faith. Um, I felt secure in knowing that my father had a better plan and thought that I was holding it pretty well other than, you know, the occasional bouts of like the grief that seemed to pop out of nowhere and just kind of overtake you. But I thought in general, I was doing pretty good with my emotional eating. I I didn't feel large amounts of grief. I think that grief can affect everybody very differently and differently every time. So for those of you who have experienced miscarriages and experienced multiple of them, I'm sure every one of them was very different. Um, So I felt like I was, I had a pretty good grip on my grief and what I thought was a decently good grip on my eating as well. Um, But there was one day where I realized my clothes were getting too tight and I reflected on my eating for the past week and I was like, okay, (laughs) absolutely not. You are not okay, clearly. And I was going through the motions of leaning on my faith, but I don't think that I was actually preparing for the battle to come or I guess rather the one that was already in motion. 
I realized in just thinking that I was fine, I was actually accepting a lie from the enemy that the coping I was doing through those treats that I thought were small, ice cream, drive throughs whatever, that were actually not small at all, (laughs) were actually dragging me a lot deeper into the emotional eating. And the enemy, y'all know I've talked about this before, he's very sneaky like that, right? He won't come with like the sirens blaring, telling you he's on his way to jack your life up. He's very quiet, persuasive, manipulative. And if you aren't standing mentally, physically, spiritually on guard, he can easily slither into your thoughts, right? I mean, we all know that we've experienced that. If you've been here around long enough, I've talked about how emotional eating is is a tactic from the enemy. And the only way we fight that spiritual battle is spiritually, right? It's very hard to say, oh, I just need a new diet and that will take care of this spiritual problem. No, that the way you eat, right? Physical nutrition to feed your physical body will not cover what you spiritually need, what you emotionally need. Food will never fill that emotional and spiritual um, comfort that you're desiring. It will never do that. Um, And I'm going to mention this here in a few minutes, um, but we have a book club going on in the free Facebook community. I'm going to touch on that in a second, but that has really helped me um, so far. So what have I kept from the last episode? So if you've listened to, I think it's episode 16, what have I kept in those things that I listed off that I wanted to start implementing. So number one is my daily movement. I've been getting at least 30 minutes per day. I'm doing the new program. Um, I think I talked about it in the last episode, but it is literally like therapy. It is so good. Uh, Like I said, I'm doing this program back to back. I'm starting it again on July 18th. So if you wanna join me, you are more than welcome to come into my client community, join me, get the $20 off and do this alongside of me. I'm in there every day talking about my workout, loving on other people. I am a member of the community as much as I am a manager of the community. Um, So I definitely kept up my movement and that can even look like going for a walk or stretching, right? It doesn't have to be exactly what I'm doing. I've upped my water intake and making sure that I'm hydrating my body because I know that that's something that I can due to physically fight cravings. Um, My morning time routine, faith time, making sure that I'm journaling, praying, um, reading the book that I was just talking about. Um, And if you've been in there, you saw that we started the book club and it's my favorite book for emotional eating. It's called Full and it's, uh, hold on, I've got it right here. I don't want to mistake the name. Full Food, Jesus, and the Battle for Satisfaction. So I posted it in the free Facebook community. If you are in there, you're more than welcome to jump in with us. My plan is to finish it up, I think, by July 8th, I think I said. I've only read through chapter three as of yet um, this time around, but I really do love this book. And it's so good to read it over and over. It's not one of those like one-hit wonders where you read the book and you never go back to it. No, this is something that you could literally read over and over. There's Bible verses in there with context um, to help you fight the temptations of emotional eating. I'm telling you, this book is fantastic. Um, so I've definitely kept up the the morning time routine. Um, sleep. My body has quite literally been making me get eight hours. I 
at one point was like, oh my God, why am I so tired? And my husband's like, um, it's probably because your body's trying to do something. And I was like, yep, you're probably right. (laughs) So I've had to sprinkle some grace in there for sure. Um, and then house tasks. Normally somebody might not want to be like, oh yeah, let me do laundry when I feel like complete doo-doo. But for me, I saw laundry, dishes, vacuuming, like those small little things as small little wins. Did I want to do them? No, probably not. Okay, nobody wants to stand at the sink. Um, I don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> I do, but it's it's old and I just choose to do my dishes. Um, we honestly need to replace it. But um, nobody wants to do dishes. Nobody wants to do chores sometimes. But I felt like it gave me those small wins in a season where I felt like I wasn't winning. And if you've been through miscarriage, you've probably felt that feeling that you feel like you've lost or you did not achieve something successfully. (laughs) Um, That's just kind of real and raw about it. But that's how I felt. I felt like if I could do something in the house, I was gaining a little bit of a win when I felt like I wasn't really winning it much. Um, So those things quite literally helped me move through the grief and they moved me through the emotional eating as well because I'm able to focus on those things that I'm doing good and gather up those small victories. But something I've actually changed is the way I am eating. I've mentioned before that there are two nutritional theories that I teach inside of my client community, and I'm typically a fan of the one that is portion controlled um, because that's the one that normally makes sense the most in my head. Um, But I can't wait to tell y'all about that I've switched to the more intuitive and intentional eating plan. Um, So with the portion control plan that I normally follow, the way it was registering in my brain in this season of life was not a good look, okay? It was not a good mindset. It was no fault of the plan itself because I have done this plan over and over and that is the way I've been eating um, when I'm following the plan for a long time now. But for some reason, I'm just not registering correctly with it right now. And so I've decided to shake things up. Um, And that's the beauty of having these two very different nutritional theories inside the client community because you can use what works for you because you get both of them included. Um, So I'm shaking things up and this program focuses more on what you can have instead of how it was registering in my brain with the other program, what I couldn't have. Um, and so this program really encourages tracking everything that goes into your mouth for information purposes so you can see how your body reacts to it instead of just blindly eating things, right? Um, it has you hopping on the scale in the mornings to see how those choices from the day prior either led to a weight loss day or a weight gain day. Again, just information, not defining your worth. Um, it also focuses on a lot of water and heavy on the veggies, And from a um, recovering veggie hater, I don't like veggies. I don't. I don't like them. I've had to find the ones that I do like. There's a lot that I don't like. I've had to find the ones that I do like. Sheet pan roasted veggies are currently something that I'm obsessed with, like green beans, okra. Um, I love like sheet pan. It's quick, clean, easy, delicious. You can season them really well. Um, But that's, you have to find the veggies that you do enjoy. 
Um, and of course, I always share about this stuff on my social media page. So if you go to at Hannah Dickey Bryson, either on Facebook or Instagram, you can, I, I share what I'm eating typically during the day. So you can go there and look at that. Um, but I just felt like I needed a different shakeup this time around, or especially in this season. It's really nice for summertime because again, it's it basically gives you guardrails instead of so many rules. And you kind of operate in between the guardrails. Um, so I can't wait to share more about that and what it's doing for me. And I feel like, you know, when I thought about going back to the portion controlled eating plan, because that's what had worked for me in the past, I felt like every time I ate one thing that maybe wasn't on the plan, I felt like I was failing. And again, that's just my mindset. No fault of the program. Um, I had done that and found massive success. But I feel like, again, with the season that I'm in, I needed to shake it up and um, have something that felt new in this season. Um, And combined with the workout program that I'm doing, it literally feels like a nice therapy and something very new to focus on instead of focusing on where I was and the loss and that kind of thing. Um, So the expert who created this plan legit said there is no way to fail at this eating plan except if you don't track your food. Okay, so everything that goes in my mouth, I put it on the tracker. And that's totally included in the client community. You'll get the tracker tracker either digitally or you can order like the actual journal. Um, And two days ago when I had tacos, ice cream, and pizza, I still felt like I was winning at the program because I tracked it all. And this morning when I hopped on the scale and it went up a little bit, I didn't panic because it's just information, right? I said, okay, well, I had those things and the scale went up. Okay, then probably don't have that lineup of things again if you're wanting to lose some weight. And today, on Sunday, I've already done so much better on my choices because I'm able to track them and know that the choices I am making are not just going to physically benefit me on the scale, guys. Like, I know I talk a little bit about the scale and then I talk a little bit about, like, the faith aspect. It's all in congruence because when I... I'm relying on my faith instead of food to encourage me and to comfort me, I'm going to feel better, right? When I'm relying on whole foods and, and foods that fuel me, I'm physically going to feel better. So if you hear me talk about the scale, don't just think that it's one-sided and that's all I care about. Because they're so, like, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and physically, all of those four areas lead up to being well, right? Like, like, like feeling better all around. I'm, I don't want to be a perfect physique and still feel like junk mentally and spiritually. I've tried that. That doesn't work. So when I'm talking about physical things, just know that it's just that, that it's just the physical aspect, but I'm not finding my worth in what the scale says. Our worth is found in who our father says that we are. Okay. So When I'm talking about physical things, just know it's just that. It's just the physical part. And then when I'm talking about the spiritual things, that's the spiritual part, right? So I just don't want somebody to think, oh, you're so focused on the scale. You're so focused on weight loss. No, I'm not solely focused on that, but it all works in congruence. And I want, if I'm wanting to feel better, right? I talked about this in a couple episodes ago. Sometimes what we think that we're after, which is weight loss, 
What we're actually after is that we want to feel better. We want to be more confident. We want to live a a fuller life. We want to grow in our faith. We want um, deeper relationships with our friends. We want a more intimate relationship with our husband, right? Like those, all those things and all the aspects of becoming healthier, they all work in congruence. They're not just a physical thing. It's not just the scale that determines how you feel, okay? So just that was a mini tangent, but I just feel like I have to say sometimes don't just focus on one aspect, right? You don't hear me saying I am solely eating broccoli for the next three months because I want to lose weight, right? That's not what I'm saying. I am saying though, when you're choosing good foods, you're going to feel better. When you're choosing those good foods, spiritually, you're also fighting the enemy because that's not what he's telling you to eat, right? He's telling you that those other things are going to satisfy you and those other things are a lot of fun. Taco Bell equals fun, right? That's what he tells me sometimes. But I have to remember what my father tells me and that my comfort and what I'm ultimately searching for is found in him. Okay, mini tangent over. So, What does this mean for you? How can you and I handle life's unexpected turns with more peace, more grace, more faith, and leaning less on emotional eating? So number one, I would say be prepared for the battle and arm yourself. So if you have something that has been thrown at you at life, whether it be a death in the family or you lost your job or something very um, tumultuous, is that a word? I really hope it is. Um you feel knocked off your kilter, right? Remember to be prepared for that battle and arm yourself because the enemy does not care about our feelings. He did not give me a pass because I was going through something tough. He only saw it as an opportunity to dig in harder. And if I was doing this whole shebang over again, I would be filling the house with nothing but worship music, memorizing verses for comfort and strength, and I would have anticipated the enemy to level up. Because that's exactly what he did. And I should have known better. I'm not like beating myself up, but that that I should have known. Like that is his MO. And when we know our enemy and we know their tactics, we can better anticipate their next move or the next move and be able to combat it a little better than as if we don't know their tactics, right? So I would definitely would have been prepared for battle and not have been... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Naive. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been naive to think that I got a pass from the enemy. That's that's crazy talk. That's his opportunity, right? So number two, I would have I would have uh, loosened the reins on my eating in the sense that maybe hard structure is not what I needed. So what I needed in the past season might not be what I need now. And like I said earlier, I needed guardrails that were lined with grace. Instead of something that felt so tight, something that felt constricted. And in my mind, I was only focusing on what things were being taken out of my eating, right? Like like restriction. That is not what the plan teaches, but that's how my brain was was feeling. And it was feeling like I was losing things, right? Like I was not like I wasn't focused on the things that I was gaining. I like the foods that I could be eating and the the goodness that I would have been feeling, I was only focused on what I was losing. So in order to combat that feeling, because the last thing I wanted to feel was that I was losing something else, right? Like in, in a small corner of my heart, I felt like I had lost 
my baby, right? My, I was losing my pregnancy. And so the last thing I needed was to feel like I was also losing control and losing things in my options of food. So I switched it up, decided to go with the meal uh, plan or the, the, the nutritional theory where she focuses on what you can have and has you focus on what you can add in and, and has you focus on more, right? Instead of losing things, I decided to shake it up and focus on that. And now I'm relating to that program so much better right now because I'm focusing on what I am getting rather than what is being taken away. Again, for the fourth time, no fault of the program itself because I've done that program many times successfully. In this season, though, I just need something a little different. Um, and the last thing is not necessarily something I would do differently. I would keep leveling it up. The last thing is something I did do. I focused on every blessing I could find. I focused on all the gratitude that I can find when life felt like it ripped the rug out from under us. And I'm continuing to do that. And I really believe that because my faith is solid and it only became very solid like last August when my dad went in the hospital, I feel like I had always had, and I've said this on other episodes, I feel like I've had um, almost like baby faith in the past, like like very small um understanding of faith and then when my dad went in the hospital it was almost like full dependence on God because I was helpless and so I feel like ever since then my faith has only leveled up and I feel like the reason I was able to have less intense grief and less intense um less what am I trying to say not less intense but like like a shortened time of such intense grief is because I feel like I was solid on my faith and I was focusing on everything that I did have in my life I have my family I have my parents I have my husband um we can try again like I focused on everything that I could find positive instead of feeling like I lost something And I really feel like that's kind of the message that I wanted to share with you guys today is if you can focus on what you're adding in, if you can focus on um, the life that you are looking for um, in in the program that I'm doing, the workout program, she said one day, um, she said, every time you say yes to something, you're also saying no to something else, right? So let me give you an example. When you're saying yes to drive-throughs and quick foods and feeding yourself, feeding your emotional hunger with physical food, right? Just packing it in. When you're doing that, when you're saying yes to that, you're saying no to freedom. You're saying no to feeding your emotional hunger with the with our eternal comforter, right? You're saying no to feeling your best, okay? But when you say yes to feeling your best or when you say yes to feeding yourself with good food and and spiritually filling yourself up with the word of God and you're spiritually in tune with what he says, then you're saying no to that bondage. You're saying no to the enemy. You're saying no to his temptations. You're saying no to um, a very feeling, a, a very heavy feeling of despair, right? I, I said no to feeling like I had um, lost all hope because I focused and said yes to gratitude. Okay. So when that trainer on the workout program that I'm doing said, 
you know, when you're saying yes to something, you're also saying no to something else. If I can focus on that in the gratitude aspect, and if I can focus on that on what I'm adding in, then I'm saying no to all those negative things that have followed me in my past for so long and have kept me bound down for way too long, right? So just kind of the overall message of this episode is to focus on adding in joy, focus on adding in um, gratitude, focus on what you can add into your life. Remember, again, Every time you say yes, you're saying no to something else. So don't feel like it is restrictive. Don't feel like um, by choosing good foods that fuel you, you're missing out on something. Because what you're saying yes to is freedom, right? You're saying yes to dependency on your father. Like, I just, I feel like that's what I wanted my overall episode to be about. Um, And I really hope that this helped. And um, I know this episode was super personal and maybe... Not what you expected on this Monday morning, um, because that's when I'm launching it. It's Sunday evening, actually, but I'm launching it on Monday. But I really do hope that it helped. And remember, you can hang out with me on Instagram at Hannah Dickey Bryson, also on Facebook. Um, I have the free Facebook community. You can find that in the show notes. Everything is linked in there. Don't forget to join in June to get the $20 off my client community. And if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to go tell me in the ratings and review section. So let me know what you what you resonated with. Um, have you gone through a miscarriage of your own and you felt like maybe these tools would have helped you? Um, Or maybe you can send this to someone who battles either emotional eating or is battling um, those, those grief feelings through their miscarriage. I don't know how this episode could help, but I really hope that it does. Um, I don't know who this can reach and who this can impact, but if you are going through a season of grief, whether it be through miscarriage or whether it go through losing um, someone or maybe you're grieving the loss of your career or you're grieving something. I am praying for you and um, I hope that you know that my inbox is always open. My favorite thing about community is conversation. And if you need someone to talk to, if you need someone um, to feel like they can kind of be a sounding board, I hope you know that my messages are open, my email is open, and I would love to chat with you guys because I want this community to be tight-knit and loving and something you can depend on when life gets tough. Um, So I hope you guys have a good week. I'm sorry if this episode set heavy on a Monday morning, but I'm hoping that it brings joy and that you can see um, light in darkness and um, that the enemy did not get to win when those feelings of loss came in. I fought them in that respect, but um, with, with emotional eating being my struggle, I did struggle in it. And I hope that this also shares that I'm a real person too. I have emotions too. I'm a real human too. Like I, even though I'm battling this alongside you guys, I can still struggle with it. So love you guys. I hope you are having a great week. I cannot believe it's like the end of June. Um, but I hope to see you guys on my social media and I'll talk with you until next Monday. Bye guys. What up, girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. I always want this to be a two-way conversation, and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations, though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message, or share this episode to your stories. 
Please tag me though so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.